0: Kids today have it so easy. They can watch cartoons whenever they want on demand.
1: Back in our day, in the 80s, we only had one day dedicated to cartoons, and of course, it was Saturday.
0: Today, we're talking about Saturday morning cartoons back in the 80s.
1: Hey guys, I'm Abby.
0: And I'm Keith.
1: Welcome to Our 80s Life podcast. All right recently Keith and I were having a conversation and I found out something new that I did not know about him before that you had a Saturday morning like ritual.
0: I did Saturday (laughs) morning for me was an event.
1: I mean I agree Saturdays were by far the best days but I think you really got into the Saturday morning cartoons.
0: Well, I had one shot at it, <laughs> so I'm sure I've said this a hundred times, but only had one channel, right? ABC.
1: So you were stuck watching whatever shows were on ABC.
0: That's right. So back in the day on ABC, there was nothing on until 7 a.m. Okay. So until about 6.58, <laughs> it was snow.
1: Yeah, so kids nowadays might e- not even realize that uh, the TV would shut down. Like the channels would literally sign off at the end of the day, like maybe like midnight or 1 a.m., and then they would come back on.
0: Yeah, there was none of this 24-hour stuff.
1: Nope, there was not a 24-hour cycle.
0: Well, at least not on ABC there wasn't.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, we didn't have cable Yeah. until years later. Um, So what did you do on Saturdays, Keith?
0: All right, so I set my alarm for about (laughs) 655. That's
1: hilarious. I
0: would wake up and first thing i do is turn on the TV and it would still be snow. But about 6.58, the test pattern would come on. So that was like all the different colored lines that you would see Uh on TV. And then it was the Star Spangled Banner. So I watched the Star Spangled Banner and then it was go time for (laughs) Saturday morning cartoons.
1: I mean, that is some dedication. I don't think I ever saw the morning test pattern um, I don't remember ever seeing that. I know it exists. Why
0: does that not surprise me? I
1: know I saw the night one. I'm a total night owl.
0: Well, the funny thing is, so am I. But I was very dedicated to my cartoons. Yes.
1: Yeah. So, what was the first one that you felt like you just didn't want to miss? The one that started at seven.
0: So that would be the Super Friends.
1: Super Friends. Okay, so you set your alarm because you didn't want to miss. Super the Friends was a must see. Okay, I've. I got to say, I never watched the Super Friends. Oh, Is it like goodness. a superhero type? Yeah,
0: so it's uh, Superman, Batman, Aquaman, Wonder Woman.
1: Oh, well, I love Wonder Woman, but I liked the Linda Carter like live action Wonder Woman.
0: Oh, no, this was the cartoon. Okay,
1: version. no, I never saw that.
0: And she would ride around in her invisible uh, little uh, airplane she had.
1: Okay, no, that's not part of my lexicon. I don't even know. I like the Linda Carter Wonder Woman. I was all about her. But but no, I didn't get up in time for the Super Friends.
0: You missed out.
1: Or else I was watching something else. I don't yeah. know. So, Keith, what was your number one favorite cartoon back in the 80s?
0: Without a doubt, that was Scooby-Doo.
1: Oh, I love Scooby-Doo also.
0: And definitely before the Scrappy-Doo years.
1: Yeah, the early Scooby-Doo is better. And I think they were made in the 70s probably or maybe even the 60s. But we were watching a lot of these shows
0: on repeats, especially hey, th- the classic. They held up over time.
1: Oh, totally. All right. So I looked up Scooby Doo classic um, on IMDb. I, st- I was reading the descriptions. The descriptions for some of these shows are hilarious. So, this is the plot summary for Scooby Doo.
0: All right, so it is a group of teenage friends and their great dane travel in a bright green van solving strange and hilarious mysteries while returning from and going to a regular teenage function. <laughs> okay.
1: I guess they were going to like parties and stuff. I don't remember that. I don't I don't remember them going functions. to
0: functions, yeah. I don't
1: remember that either, but I just thought that that was so funny. Yes. Not not the best description. No, not really. What were some of the other memorable cartoons that were on ABC that you watched regularly?
0: All right, so I really liked Richie Rich.
1: I liked that one. That was good. Okay, read us the description for Richie Rich because that one is also hilarious. So this is the, the plot summary for Richie Rich.
0: The adventures of the richest boy in the world and his friend's and Servants.
1: <laughs> what? A Servant?
0: Richie Rich has probably been canceled.
1: I mean, I think they're talking about, like, his butler and his maid and all of that, but that's a weird way of saying it.
0: Why don't they just say his hired help?
1: <laughs> his hired help. That's what we would say.
0: <laughs> the Ewoks.
1: Okay. Star Wars, of course.
0: Plastic Man.
1: I don't know Plastic Man. Oh,
0: well, Plastic Man was great.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: The Real Ghostbusters. And one that I watched probably later in the 80s was The Littles.
1: The Littles. Yeah, and
0: it kind of came on towards the end of the Saturday morning cartoons, but, okay. uh, but I grew to like it.
1: And then I think you told me that you also watched Heathcliff.
0: Yeah, I liked Heathcliff as well. I liked that yeah. one,
1: and Inspector Gadget.
0: Yeah, but that went on ABC.
1: Oh, okay, so you watched that at Grandma's house?
0: So, yeah, there were some that I watched at... Grandma's house, but (laughs) I was just to the ones that I would watch at my house.
1: Okay, gotcha. All
0: right, so I gave you a list of my favorites, Abby. What were your favorites in the 80s?
1: Um, Well, some of my favorites were the Care Bears. Okay. Obviously, I like the girly ones. So Care Bears, Strawberry Shortcake, nobody will be surprised by that. Um, I really liked Garfield, Garfield and Friends. I really liked the Shirt Tales. Um, I've
0: never seen the Shirt tails. So
1: Yeah, I think we've talked about this before because I found some Shirt tails stuff at an antique store and you didn't even know what it was. No. I love the Shirt tails. They're like these animals that would wear T-shirts that um, whenever they had an emotion, it would display on their shirt. So it would be like happy or excited or whatever. Like it would light up on their shirt. And they also um, solved like crimes. So they were like... <laughs> Crime-fighting animals with light-up T-shirts. I mean, now that I say it out loud, it sounds really weird, but I liked the shirt tails.
0: <laughs> wow.
1: Okay, but my favorite as a young person, like, I have two favorites. So younger Abby's favorite was the Smurfs. And I think, didn't you like the Smurfs too? I did
0: like the Smurfs. Now, that was one that I caught at my grandma's house because okay. I, didn't, I didn't have that one, but I did enjoy Gargamel.
1: Oh, you liked the bad guy? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I, yeah, I liked Smurfette and uh, Papa Smurf. I did like Papa Smurf. He was pretty cool. He was cool. I loved the Smurfs. I even had this picture. I found this picture, you guys. It's my birthday, 1982, my eighth birthday sleepover. And my friends and I were getting up in, on Saturday morning watching the Smurfs. It's right there on that TV.
0: You can see Gargamel. You can
1: see him. Yes, and all my little friends in their sleeping bags—such a great classic '80s picture. So yeah, those were my favorite, like early ones. And then later, and then like the late '80s, Muppet Babies. I loved Muppet Babies, but my all-time most favorite, favorite favorite show, Pee Wee's Playhouse. <laughs> so I, I'm a huge, huge fan of Pee Wee. Um, That's an I, understatement. Yeah, no, he's like my spirit animal. I really liked um, his movie, of course, Pee-wee's Big Adventure, but I loved Pee-wee's Playhouse. It was on from 1986 to 1990. I was obsessed, so that would be mostly like my middle school years. But it's probably a good thing I was a little older because he drops a lot of sort of adult humor in Pee-wee's yeah. Playhouse.
0: I'm donating my dickie. What? Dickie. It's a fake turtleneck. (laughs) Oh. There's a lot of adult humor in that. Yeah,
1: and then, like, I could kind of watch it as a teenager but not feel like I was watching, like, a kid's show. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then um, when we had our daughter, when she was old enough, I bought the entire DVD set of Pee Wee's Playhouse, and we watched them all. So, I've watched them over and over again.
0: She made me watch them all.
1: I did. So, of course, that's the comedic genius of Paul Rubens. And also, some other famous um, stars, when they were younger, got their starts um, on Pee Wee's Playhouse. You got La- Cowboy Curtis. Cowboy Curtis, Lawrence Fishburne. That's right. And a young Phil Hartman also was on Pee Wee's Playhouse, among others. And do you know who sang the opening theme for Pee Wee's Playhouse?
0: Yes, I do. Who is it? Cindy Lauper.
1: The great Cindy Lauper, '80s icon. She is uncredited though. She is not. Uh,
0: See, she didn't want to even be associated. <laughs> no, with
1: she just did as a favor to her friend Paul, to Pee Wee. Like, okay. She just did that for him as I guess as a favor. Um, that's, but, a, that's a good friend. Yeah. I loved Pee-wee. I could go on and on. We could do a whole episode just about Pee-wee's Playhouse. We
0: probably should sometime. Actually, I love Pee-wee, too. He's he's great. He's
1: great. And one more thing. I have a favorite episode. It's called Pee-wee Catches a Cold.
0: That one is hilarious. And we
1: love that one so much. And every time our daughter would be sick, um, we would bust out Pee-wee Catches a Cold and watch it. And when she was in college, that first year she got sick, I taped it off the TV on my phone and I sent her... Um, some of the clips from peewee catches a cold because <laughs> she wasn't feeling well and that we always watch that um it just was one of those shows that would just brighten your day you know he,
0: he was quite the ham with his cold
1: even <laughs> when he gets pee-wee he catches was a cold, so
0: dramatic that's
1: the funny thing is like he gets all dramatic about it and it's just funny so there you go peewee <laughs> all right so as kids in the 80s besides shows that were in the 80s like the Care Bears and the Ewoks and all that. We also were raised on like the classics from the 60s and 70s. So we grew up watching the Flintstones, right?
0: Tom and Jerry.
1: Tom and Jerry. The Jetsons.
0: I love the Looney Tunes.
1: Yeah, all the Looney Tunes. Um, So that would include like the Roadrunner and Bugs Bunny. Yosemite Sam. All of that. Sylvester totally. and Tweety. Yes. Yes. Charlie Brown was not a Looney Tunes, but I love Charlie Brown and Friends. Totally classic. Um, And my two favorites of the classic ones when I was little, little were Casper the Friendly Ghost and Woody Woodpecker.
0: Oh, I liked Woody Woodpecker.
1: I loved Woody Woodpecker. I have a story about Woody Woodpecker. I actually had, when I was like really little, like two or maybe three, like little, little – I had a very vivid dream that my family and I went to the park and I saw Woody Woodpecker in the tree. And he was like, did his little, "Ah, ah, ah," you know, the laughing. And I told my parents that I saw Woody Woodpecker and they kept telling me, no, that, that didn't really happen. And I was very insistent. And then finally, that was like the first dream that I ever remember having that my mom had to explain to me what dreams were i had a dream that i met woody woodpecker but it was so real you know how those those can be sometimes oh yeah and as a kid i think it was kind of confusing like no i swore it happened <laughs> i swore i met woody woodpecker but it was just a dream
0: so sad i know so let's talk about things that we ate while we watched cartoons
1: i mean we can't talk about saturday morning cartoons without talking about the sugary cereals of the eighties, right? You
0: had to have some sugary cereal with the cartoons.
1: It, they went hand in hand.
0: I mean, because that's all you saw, pretty much, was was commercials for all these cereals.
1: That's what I was thinking. Like it was mostly because of the commercials, but also like maybe because we could make that independently without our parents. You know, we couldn't. We didn't have to wake our parents up to fix us breakfast. We could just pour in that sugary goodness <laughs> and add some milk, and you're good.
0: Oh yeah, it was so good.
1: What was your favorite
0: cereal? Hands down, my favorite cereal of all times was fruity pebbles. Okay. I love fruity pebbles. My favorite was was to put it in there because it was kind of crispy when it came out of the box and I, <laughs> I wanted it to get all soggy. Ew. so I'd let it get soggy and then I'd eat it and then some of the you know fruity goodness was left in the milk and then yeah. I'd, I'd drink the milk because the milk would taste so good.
1: Do you remember those cereal? It's making
0: my mouth water.
1: <laughs> so weird.
0: I need to go get some Fruity Pebbles right now. <laughs>
1: Do you remember those cereal bowls? I didn't have them, but some of my friends had them where it had a straw coming out of it so you could drink the milk after. No,
0: that was cool, though. Yeah, Shannon had those. Oh, man. And she
1: liked the, I think, the cocoa one, cocoa pebbles. Yeah. So it would make, like, basically like chocolate milk.
0: Yeah, you know, it's funny because I love chocolate. I love everything chocolate. But yeah. I, I don't love chocolate cereal.
1: Yeah. it's It's kind of... Like, you don't want your chocolate to be mushy. Nah. It's the wrong texture.
0: Yeah. yeah. Now, my second favorite was Honey Nut Cheerios.
1: Oh, you were still eating those well into our merry days. <laughs> like, you always loved Honey Nut Cheerios. I would
0: eat those today if they were in the pantry.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, you ate those things for years.
0: All right, so what were your go-to cereals on a Saturday morning?
1: Oh, my favorite um, has always been Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I, lo- I just love cinnamon, cinnamon candy, cinnamon ice cream, whatever. My favorite was Cinnamon Toast Crunch. And as an ad- adult, I still loved that. I can't have it now because I can't have gluten. But uh, my second favorite was Cookie Crisp.
0: Going back to Cinnamon Toast Crunch, you introduced me to those as an adult. And I'm pretty sad I missed out on those as a kid. I can't believe it. And now I'm really sad since you can't have them. They're not in the house anymore. they never.
1: No, I don't buy them.
0: That would be really sad if I'd go out and get some cinnamon toast crunch and eat it in front of Abby.
1: That would be wrong. <laughs> that would be just
0: mean. Yeah, that would be mean. So I haven't done that. So I haven't had it in years, but man, it's good.
1: It was good. I really liked it. The closest thing I can get there is a um, cinnamon checks. Checks is gluten free unless you get the wheat checks. So rice checks and corn checks are gluten free. And the cinnamon one is pretty good. It's Mm, close. Not
0: quite sold on that.
1: Well, it's the best I can do.
0: But cookie crisp is solid, too.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, uh, how can you go wrong with little cookies in milk?
0: That's right.
1: So, yeah, yum. Okay, Uh, now I'm getting
0: hungry. I know. I think we're (laughs) going to make a run to the store. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Now, to offset these commercials, ABC and probably other channels would run these PSAs that would try to promote healthy eating. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. And I would have to say I was somewhat influenced by some of these.
1: I mean, I think you were very influenced because going into our marriage, you would still be singing these little jingles, which since I had all the channels, I would just, when the PSAs came, I recognized that, and I would just be like, healthy eating. I would just change the channel to something else, but you were forced to watch it. I was them. a
0: captive audience.
1: Right. So he, he has introduced me to some of these jingles, that he grew up with, that he still can rattle off. Like there's this one, beans and rice are nice. Yes. Um, And then, now there was one I remembered. Of course, I love cheese. So, of course, I would remember the hankering for a hunk of cheese guy.
0: When my get up and go has got up and went, hanker for a hunk of cheese. Was that Timer?
1: Yeah, the guy's name was Timer, which is kind of weird. It was just like this little... Round yellow guy with legs. I don't know what he was
0: supposed to be. (laughs) I think he had like a a walking stick too. I don't know. He would kind of kick around. I think you're right. I don't know if
1: he was supposed to be like a clock or something.
0: Yeah, maybe so. Kind
1: of a weird guy, but he had a series of PSAs about like healthy eating and healthy lifestyle. Like, there was a lot, a theme of brushing your teeth in a lot of these things, drinking more water,
0: eating. uh, fruits or harder you know vegetables that would help your teeth i, ch- I don't know if there's if that's really scientific that's, or not
1: that's oh yeah exercise those choppers yeah. they said
0: i don't know really how scientific that is but maybe it is
1: there was one that i had forgotten until keith reintroduced it to me about um like making a healthy snack where you freeze orange juice into ice cube trays and then put like a toothpick or like a stick in it
0: okay now take an empty ice tray and fill it up
1: with orange juice or lemonade or pomegranate juice or whatever turns you on then cover the tray with plastic wrap carefully poke the toothpicks through the plastic put it in the freezer and in a few hours crusto stacks of snacks i totally had forgotten about this but i must have been influenced by it because i found a picture of myself little Diddy, um that I had made those. I guess I convinced my mom to make it.
0: So you were influenced as well.
1: Apparently I was. Um, now we have to talk about your favorite PSA.
0: I have one that has stuck with me for 49 years.
1: I mean, I now know it because he has it memorized and he sings it
0: all the time. Pretty often. Every time I floss my teeth, <laughs> which is. At least, awesome. at least once a day.
1: After every meal you floss, yeah. you're an obsessive flosser. I am. Okay, so what is this PSA that's your most favorite one?
0: All right, it was by the Bod Squad. <laughs> the Bod Squad? The Bod Squad. And it was called Yuck Mouth. They call me Yuck Mouth, cause I don't brush. Oh,
1: I like my teeth like this. They call me Yuck Mouth, no I won't brush. How's a bottle of a kiss? I got a beep in my teeth. Got some chicken too. Ouch. That's a cavity. Hey, that's new. Well, if you don't brush your teeth, then get you
0: too. Tell me a yuck
1: mouth. Don't be a yuck mouth. Another nutritional message from the ABC Television Network. There you go. ABC Television Network.
0: If you've never heard it or seen it, you've now been enlightened.
1: Yuck mouth. Yeah, so whenever he... Um, Whenever we finish eating dinner, if he gets food caught in his teeth, Keith will sing, I've got some beef in my teeth, got some chicken, too.
0: (laughs) Hey, that's a cavity. Hey, (laughs) Hey, that's that's new.
1: Anyways. So, yeah, I have that one. I know that one. Backwards and forwards. That's right. Then, of course, there was also um, Schoolhouse Rock. Oh, yeah. Which I know you were pretty fond of.
0: I really was. I learned a lot about adverbs and adjectives. How Bills Became Law.
1: All those important things. All those
0: important things you need to know. And probably my favorite at all time was the one about conjunctions. Okay. Conjunction, junction, what's, what's your, your function? function?
1: Yeah, I remember that one too. That was great. I, I liked those when I was teaching. I taught grammar, um, sixth grade grammar, when we were first married and I got out of college. And I used to use the schoolhouse rock sometimes to help with uh, some of the little grammar lessons and the kids thought it was cool so
0: yeah and see the great thing is that at that point in time you had them on probably VHS yeah and see back in the days we weren't we didn't have an opportunity to get them on VHS unless we recorded them off the tv
1: yeah no we would watch it just on the Saturday and then it was gone forever
0: and that's one thing I never did I I don't know why I never did. I should have recorded some of this stuff when I was a kid so I could re-watch it.
1: Well, I, I feel like you didn't have a VHS. I didn't have a, a v- VCR. I didn't have a VCR. That's probably why. a while. Like, yeah. I got mine in, like, third grade, but you told me that you didn't get yours till later.
0: That's why I never did that.
1: Now, he would go on to work at Blockbuster yes. in college in yep. the 90s, but uh, back in the 80s, you weren't taping stuff.
0: I was roughing it.
1: <laughs> he was roughing it. One channel and no VCR. Yeah, were you also walking uphill both ways to school and in the all that? in the snow, yeah. In the in the snow in East Texas?
0: Yes. <laughs> it was rough. Hey, but I survived and it made me a better person.
1: Yes. I'm sure that's true. <laughs> I mean, I think growing up in the eighties definitely
0: It made, made us, us tough.
1: Toughened us up. That's right. <laughs> what were your favorite cartoons? Let us know. And thanks so much for tuning in (laughs) to our show today. We'll see you next time.